Boston7.com, the Boston Podcast Network. It's the Josh JP Philosophy. So here they are, Josh Cohen and JP Plunkett. Hello, everyone. This is David Yaz of the Boston Podcast Network here with your podcast heroes, Josh and JP. And welcome back to the Josh JP Philosophy. Today will be a fun show, a little bit of a change of pace from recent episodes, but the boys will be talking about the top television shows of all time. So, JP, Josh, if you're ready, what I've done, gentlemen, is just lifted, completely stolen, a list from Rolling Stone magazine, the top 20 shows of all time. I can run them down, and then you guys can tell me yay, nay, or somewhere in between. Uh, sounds great. And I guess a, a segue to this would be our recent pod on the top rock bands, sort of uh, lists, if you will, um, generated such fun buzz and oomph that we figured, hey, let's... um. Do something similar. So uh, thanks to everybody who seemed to enjoy the rock and roll yeah. chat. And here we are with something similar in television chat. For sure. For sure. As long as we don't have to talk about Ma- JP, as long as we don't have to talk about Major League Baseball. <laughs> what, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You've already had that battle, gentlemen. All right. So, right. so um, I'll count them down. Here we go with uh, number... You know, that sound effect's going to get old really fast, but it was worth a try. Number 20 on the list, Cheers, where everybody knows your name, of course, the show that ran from 1982 to 1993. You guys tell me, well, were, were they? Well, you couldn't be more sweet spotish in terms of our, um, you know, childhood um, into college than, than Cheers. And the funny thing is, I hadn't seen it in a good 20 years, and we just got that Peacock app, if you will, that mm. NBC puts out, and my daughter, who's 11, and I watched two episodes of Cheers a couple of nights ago, and uh, it, it, it's fantastic. Does it hold, hold up? Oh, totally. It's totally It's deserving of the list. No, Josh? I'm surprised uh, it's not that, high. I'm surprised it's not be, closer to top ten. Be, that would be, unfortunately, my uh, current TV viewing isn't fantastic, so that would be my number one show of all time. It would be. Uh, growing up, yep, growing up in the 80s in Boston, obviously not in the city, but in the suburbs. Thursday nights, 9 o'clock, you had Cosby Show, you had Family Ties, you had Cheers, 9 to 9.30. It was awesome. You know, Sam Malone, Woody Harrelson. I mean, that's where Woody Harrelson got started. That's right. Um, yeah. The one I watched the night, I, Coach we, was still on it. He, I guess he died yeah, shortly into so it. Good. But the, the fun thing about these lists is that that's great. It's your top show. It's, it's not my favorite ever, but... I would imagine it needs to be on any top 10 list. So I'm shocked that Rolling Stone had it at, at 20. Uh, we are going to fly through a list here, but Josh, you mentioned Cheers is your favorite ever. M- my favorite ever, you know, if you had the serious genre and the funny genre, Homeland, um, my favorite ever sort of serious show, and Veep, um, my favorite uh, God, I love, I love Veep. It is so well-written. So, so the the writing and the characters and not just Julia Louis-Dreyfus is great, but the entire cast is amazing. Every single person on that cast is great. The writing is the best I've it's ever amazing. experienced. And how is it that she is, she was lovely, I guess, in Seinfeld, yeah. but in Veep, flat out gorgeous. It's just interesting. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's getting better with age. And she was, and she beat cancer too. So I know. Gosh, she, really she, is, she is something else. Yeah. Number, oh, uh, number 19 on this list. 2000 show that's still technically running now. Curb Your Enthusiasm, gentlemen. I, I love it. I love it. Uh, again, I'm shocked it's not um, closer Larry to the top Davis 10. Larry Davis is so talented. 
you know, everybody loves him. I mean, I also love how Jeff Garland uh, had a great um, role in the recently concluded um, Goldbergs. Goldbergs. Wow, what a great show the Goldbergs is. So. Especially for if you're a kid of the 80s, too, right? Oh, they nail it. It's yeah. perfect. Uh, 18, Dave? 18 is Star Trek, the original Star Trek, which just ran from 1966 to... Ni- this says 1986. I, I, I don't imagine it actually ran that many seasons. But nevertheless, the original with Kirk and Never Never watched it. Did nothing for me. Uh, <laughs> my uncle Steven, my mother's brother, is a Trekkie. He loved it, but to me, it's boring. Thank you. Num- number 17 only ran for two seasons. Twin Peaks. Zero times did I ever watch it. Know nothing about it. I know the brand <laughs> it, name. It is a great uh, bar, though, in South Florida. I've never been there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, next week, we'll t- Josh's favorite bars. <laughs> number 16 on this list from 1972 to 1983, of course, MASH. Well, um, MASH caught the end of that as sort of a young kid, and it was it was hilarious. But the, the thing I think about when I think of MASH, I love how these shows segue from one to the other. Helen Alda, um, the last two seasons of another one of my favorite shows, Ray Donovan, he was uh, Ray's um, um, psychiatrist. Is that right? And he was so good in that serious role. I think Alan Alda is an all-time underrated actor. Yeah, pops up in a couple Woody Allen movies. Uh, Josh, any thoughts on MASH? No, I mean, I was 10, 11, 10 years old when it ended. I, the ser- I know it was somewhat of a, a, a comedy, but these, these serious shows aren't, aren't necessarily my cup of tea. Yeah, the finale of MASH was, was on the serious, somber side and uh, one of the highest-rated finales of all time. Number, 15, of on course, the, number right. 15 on the list, The West Wing, which ran from 1999 to 2006. I mean, I know it was um, you know, Rob Lowe, and wasn't it the last um, hurrah f- uh, before, um, um, the, um, gosh, the, the Back to the Future actor, um, this is so terrible. That Michael I'm, J. Fox yeah. w- was not in the West Wing. I, th- I think you, you might be thinking of Spin City. Is oh, that Spin, possible? Please yeah. forgive me. That's I, okay. How's that? Spin yeah. City <laughs> and the West Wing, which have nothing to do with each other. Um, Except that the well, it's sort of similar. Yeah, they're, they're both about politics. For well, sure. that's the thing. They're, they're politically sort of based um, in a satire type way, and I always inverse those two, which mm-hmm. is hilarious. But fine enough, whatever. Larry Sanders show at Larry 14. Sanders show at fourteen, yeah. right? It was okay. Fine. Uh, it, it sort of kickstarted that goofy quasi reality type show genre. I yeah, guess. it was trend setting, and if it, that holds up, if you go back and watch it, it's um, and uh, it's. It's his. It's not just Gary Shandling, but if you love um, Hank, the character of Hank played by Jeffrey Tambor, who's done some other really great funny things. That that's one you should guys should go back and watch. If you haven't seen it. Anyway, is there anything on Larry Sanders, Josh? No. 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 Okay. Number thirteen, unusual entry: The Late Show with David Letterman, ran from nineteen ninety three all the way through two thousand fifteen. Well, I, I think it deserved so, to be on this list um, big time. I remember some of his great interviews with um, like Drew Barrymore. For some reason, that sticks out. She seemed oh, to yeah. be on all the time, especially when she was a bit younger. Um, and he went out almost. Chris Farley. Like, the thing yeah. about Letterman and, that's uh, fantastic is he went out on top. He went out almost like. Um, David Ortiz or Ted Williams, you know, kicking butt in his last season. Like, he could have grinded another contract, but he already, um, you know, it was enough for him. So I really respect the fact that he, he went out as a superstar. He never sort of fell apart at the very end. He was sharp and witty and hilarious all the way through his career. Two different stations, too. The thing, the thing about Letterman that's, you know, this is a guy that 
What do you start? Nineteen ninety three? Is that what that says? Yeah, this particular show. The late, well, before the late. that, he was on. Um, you know, a, a different. So he's CBS. Yeah, so the end of it, but, but he had a show on one of the other national stations for right. like five, ten years. But, so basically, he was early eighties to to two thousand and fifteen. Right, but his. I remember in college, well, I mean, the top ten list. I mean, that's a you know still used today. And he was so funny, and Letterman. You know, you sit up in college. And you watch Letterman, and then you go out drinking. He's just he's a part of my college experience. And and his, his humor's still there today. I think Johnny Carson's humor's still there today, too, but uh, Letterman's an A-plus. No question. Yep. I might be one of the only humans uh, who are not on Facebook and who have never seen Game of Thrones. That's number 12 on the list. Ran from 2011, just concluded, of course, last year, Game of Thrones. Josh? No idea. It means nothing to me. <laughs> it's, it's worth watching, and I'm not a guy who likes the goth stuff or necessarily or any of that stuff. It, it's a fantastic show if you ever want something to binge. It's just the characters and acting is just fantastic. Number 11 is a complete surprise to me, perhaps to you guys too. Freaks and Geeks, which is the Judd Apatow show that ran from just two years, 1999-2000. No comment. Never heard of it. Nothing, I barely <laughs> even know what it is, which is fine. This show is going swimmingly. <laughs> well, it's, it's, you know, it's Rolling Stone, so the list is going to be a little bit edgy, but it gave the star to a lot of stars like James Franco and uh, Ben Stiller, I believe, many others. Number 10 is The Daily Show, started in 1996. It actually started with, uh, I don't know if it was Jon Stewart who started it. That's, that's who they give credit to here, but mo- mostly Jon Stewart through the run. Now it's this Trevor Noah guy who's eh, not as good. I have very little to say, Thanks good, better, and different. Yeah. So you can fly through The Daily Show. All in the Family at 9. Wow, that's um, shocking it's not top five. You know, I, I remember being six, seven, eight years old when it was sort of in its prime towards its end and you know, it being must-watch television for my parents and grandparents. But the thing I think about is some of the writing and, and acting in that particular show um, – Sadly, would never be would would never work today in in sort of the scared society we live in. Which is too bad because it wasn't as if the Archie's racism was being celebrated. It was it was a satirical it look. At it, you know, yeah. Correct. Yeah. Absolutely. So, but right, the problem is nobody, everybody, you know, is, is too sensitive today. So You're right. that wouldn't fly either. You're right. I mean, there were. It turns out it was more of a rumor, but there were rumors they were going to censor or strike um, Blazing Saddles from from streaming services because of its which, so-called racism, and that's, that's which is the great, which is one of the top seven movies of all time, <laughs> according to Josh. Number eight on the list. I don't know if anyone can argue with this one. Saturday Night Live started in 1975, still going. I mean, just for staying power. I mean, that's other than. I guess it's been on longer than The Simpsons. Um, it's, yeah, The Simpsons is, is, is I believe, the longest-running uh, so-called sitcom. Even we don't think of it as a sitcom, yeah. but they, I guess they put Saturday Night Live in a, in a different category. No, Saturday Night Live, it spawns so many great careers. Saturday Night Live is, I, I mean, it's, it's also it's transgenerational. Right. Uh, it's my kids watch it today. You know, Eddie Murphy, all the guys we love, Eddie Murphy, Bill Murray, Chevy Chase, John Candy, John Candy, Chris Farley. Maybe I'm not correct about John Candy. No, but Candy was who was on guys, sec, was on SCTV. He was uh, he was a regular a host, guest a host, host, yeah, a host many times. He, he was like those, um, those guys, Steve Martin, never a regular Saturday Night Live, but a guest. Those guys were so funny, and and it, it's it, I remember as a kid with the VCR because I couldn't stay up at 11:30 on a Saturday night, and I remember as a kid recording it coming down, you know, Sunday morning. And watching Saturday Night Live, and it was hilarious. My kids still do that today. So I, a show that lasted that long, 
Yeah, I used to track. I used to videotape it too, and then if, it, if there was a funny sketch, I would watch it like ten times. <laughs> you know, right, right. Number seven on the list might be kind of a surprise. It is to me the Twilight Zone. No, not not to me. No, uh, I remember TV thirty eight back in the you know black and white miniature television days of uh, the early eighties. This was a, a regular on the uh, repeat uh, cycle, and uh, I thought it was great. It was a little scary. It was a little dark and deep. Twilight really, zone. really original show, and you were going to get a different thing every time. Yep. So, so great stuff. If you haven't seen it, check out the Twilight Zone. Number six here it is: The Simpsons, uh, longest yeah. running regular comedy slash sitcom slash whatever show, started in nineteen eighty nine. I, mean, I remember the first episode. I was in college. So was I. I was yeah. in college. Think about it though: it spawned like the Family Guy is now big time because of The Simpsons. It, mm-hmm. it really created. Um, the ability for cartoons to become mainstream. So, um, and, and it's so much of what they talk about is, is real today. And it's, I mean, Bart Simpson's iconic. Yeah. Um, transcending generations. And they've, my they've, kids watch it. They think it's hilarious. Th- that is weird Two right there two completely different generations watching and be, and it's, in theory, it can last forever as long as the writing remains because the characters don't age, obviously, right? I mean, right. even the, they, and it's it's a running joke in the show. You know, if if Bart had aged naturally, he'd be in his late thirties or something. Right? <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Um, now we're into the top five. Number five, Seinfeld, nineteen eighty nine, nineteen ninety eight. Should be number one. Seinfeld should be number one or two. I mean, I know exactly where I was during certain episodes. Um, and I remember exactly where I was the last episode. How disappointed I was in the way it ended. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was, I was in college when it ended. No, it was right after college. It was what, 97, 98, 98. So Jerry, and it's crazy. It only lasted. Jerry Seinfeld in 89, just as the show was starting and no one knew where it was going to go. Um, was at BC. My freshman year, he came and did a concert and he was, he was great in a small hall. It wasn't even in County form. I think it was in, um, you know, we're lions where we eat lunch, but I agree. I'm shocked that Seinfeld's not one or two, but I, I have to be honest. Um, I respected it. I liked it. I never loved it. I didn't watch every episode. And I think Veep is a better show. I think Veep's a better show, but <laughs> but but you could argue Seinfeld was trend setting. I think Curb Your you Enthusiasm, know, another cousin to the show, is a better, is a better show. show. Well, it is. Because it's the it's the son of Seinfeld, if mm-hmm. you will. You know what I mean. They do things and on Veep curb. Might be the daughter. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. No, so, I agree with you. So I, I think they get Seinfeld gets better respect for being. You know, it was the first show about nothing. And, you know? and good for it. So yeah. right. it's it's clearly deserving of five. I'm surprised it's not higher. Yeah. Oh, here's a good one. Number four, Mad Men ran from 2007 to 2015. I said that Homeland's my favorite serious show. Veep's my favorite funny one. Mad Men's a close second for serious. Uh, made me depressed and sad when it ended. Me too. Uh, I, I can't really even get into it. Would talk forever, and no one wants that. So <laughs> absolutely a plus, 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 perfect, outstanding, 10 thumbs up. Did you watch, Josh? Haven't seen nope. Mad Men. <laughs> Just real, qu- real quick, JP. Don Draper, did you watch the show? admiring him relating to him or despising him or some some i I never despised him but i had five or six other conflicting sentiments and feelings simultaneously which is just writing at its very best and and you and i are of the same generation and we were probably 
uh, I don't know, a little older than the character as the show played. But there were so uh, there were so many ethical dilemmas he went through in his life that I could relate to. Now I'm not a you know a fancy advertising guy who smokes and drinks 24 hours a day, but but there, it, it it was just a good show about choices in life, right? Oh, it was far beyond just an advertising show. It it covered just about everything, and. Um, I still tap into it. I'm not big on binging and watching repeats all the time, but Mad Men's something that'll never leave my rotation. It's just, it, it was tremendous. It was art. It was, oof, I miss it. Nope. I, I miss the new fresh ones coming out. And if, God, it's been five years since it's off. That's awful. I know, huh? Number three on the list. Breaking Bad, of course, the Vince Gilligan project starring Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul ran from 2008 to 2013. Well, nerd me, I know nothing except that it's a famous brand. I can't give you anything more, and I'm not ashamed to say that. Sorry. Did, did you watch, Josh? No. I mean, I was really working a lot from 2007 to the present, uh, Mr. So Mc... I haven't spent a lot of time. Okay, super uh. Mr. McBusy guy. Um, <laughs> you got to make time for TV. Come on. You guys should both. You. you guys should both watch it. On if if or my, I'm just the producer here. But if it were my list, it would be number one. It is. It is just simply a great show. You don't have to be into anything in particular to like it. It's thrilling. There's certainly some violence, but it's um, it's got. It's a guy who is um, kind of lost in his life and becomes a uh, discovers he can create the greatest kind of meth because he's a, a chemistry teacher. But it's just well done. It's it's uh, it doesn't even matter which. Okay, so that's your homework, guys. Watch Breaking Bad. Number two on the list: the crime drama that ran from two thousand two to two thousand eight, The Wire. So, um, yeah, I don't have a ton to say about that one either. You know, um, never tried it. Nope, nope. I'm familiar with it. People love it. Josh wasn't for me. No, never seen it. Okay, you guys, you guys got to go back to work on two and three. The Wire was terrific. It's. I don't know what you said. It, it is what exactly what it sounds like. Baltimore drug scene, fantastic acting. You guys would know a lot of the actors in it because they've gone on to great things. And number one, well, you guys can see it on the screen. It's probably, at this point, it's got to be no surprise to anybody. HBO's masterpiece that ran from 1999 to 2007, The Sopranos. So be- before we put this list up and start talking about this earlier, I would have guessed, without doing any research, that number one would have either been Seinfeld. Mash or The Sopranos. Now that doesn't mean that any of those three are my favorite, but just being impartial and you know, it's, it's almost like yeah. the, the Beatles and the Stones yeah, are yeah, clearly yeah. one too. Nobody doubts that, whether you well, like them or not. What about the Sopranos? Deserve the, the, <laughs> if, the, if, if if I don't know when Rolling Stone necessarily finished this list, if they weren't um, so focused on their advertisers, they probably would have put Cosby somewhere on this list. But we don't need to get into that. Of course, it was a good show, and Bill Cosby's a jackass and deserves everything that he got. But The Sopranos, I mean, just, you kidding me? Perfect, perfect, perfect television show. I've watched every episode two, three, four times. Sad, sad day when it ended in 07 with the Journey tune playing. Uh, Love it. You liked the finale, didn't you? Did you like the finale? I thought it was... Dave, two or three different ways it could have been interpreted. Exactly, which is what, at the time, I I think like a lot of people, I was kind of shocked and maybe even a little disappointed, but maybe just sad because it's over. And in time, as I thought more and more about it, I was like, 
That was actually genius. It, I mean, totally. Not only was it dramatic, right to the minute, and the and the song is playing. And I later realized the reasons he chose Journeys. It's a counterintuitive pick. There are certain lyrics that actually kind of are interesting. The 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 show goes on, or however that song goes. And while the song is playing, you know, Meadow, his daughter, is trying to parallel park the car to come in. And we know the show's about to end. And we're going, Meadow, get inside the restaurant. Come on. Something's going to happen. Um, edge of your seat kind of stuff. Well, Sopranos also was maybe the very first non-mainstream channel hit. Um, you know, I don't, I don't can't think of right. many non-ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox. I, I really think it opened the door. Uh, to blur the lines between traditional TV well, and cable that, TV. Right. Yeah, yeah. First, probably the first great cable show. I'm, I'm sure I'm, I'm maligning something. But, <laughs> Me too, um, but I but, think I'm going to say the same thing. Yeah. It's the first great, and, and it's just one of those choices that, like it or don't like it, boy, did I love it. It has to be, if not number one, top two or three. And, um, and it might be the last finale where everyone was around the TV. Because now what everyone's binging at different times, mm. but I rem- you remember the finale? It oh, was yeah. it was, I mean, um, chilling. It was yeah. And when the screen went blank, it was like, oh my god, <laughs> I know. it was just I was stunned. Yeah, they nailed it. So yep, uh, good fun. This was a fun, lighthearted chat. Excellent. Thank you for listening. So we heard JP's top of all time. Did you already say what your Josh? You did. Tell remind me what was your top of all time? Yeah, Seinfeld. I mean, obviously, Cheers, Cheers, Cheers is number one. Seinfeld probably two. But yeah, you know, I I loved Hill Street Blues. Mm. I loved Law and Order. That was one of my that was my prime TV watching years. You know, I'm an old guy. I don't. I'm not a big TV guy today. Uh, I do love Saturday Night Live. That's obviously up there too. So those would be my five or six. I watched one show at a time, um, period. And Billions, I was growing um, to really love. It went on hold mm. production wise because of uh, COVID. It'll kick start back um, soon, I hope. But they had a void uh, now that Homeland's done, Ray Donovan's done. Uh, and I've, um, I'm, I'm episode one through, no, season one through episode four of Ozark. Yeah. And what was it good? And people that are Ozark uh, fans are envious of me because I have so much more to go. Yeah. And I will not overdo it. One a week, <laughs> and I love it. Jason Bateman, he, he is just great. He's so. great. Yeah, if you liked Ozark, you will love Breaking Bad. They have similar themes. But um, Ozark is terrific. And that's interesting. You, uh, your guide to binging is different than most people's guide to binging. It is. But that, <laughs> that's, that's where... Right. You know, you, the, the, you watch sports and some news, and you know you, you mix it in. But show wise, I do like one a week, um, you know, maybe two. So good fun. All right. Well, thank you, and uh, we'll go out. Excellent. We'll go out with uh, a theme that you probably recognize. <laughs> Think of uh, Josh and JP driving the streets of Jersey. Oh boy! You know, meeting up at the pizza place with uh, Polly Walnuts and Silvio. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Josh JP Philosophy. If you enjoyed this show, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your podcast. If you want to get in touch with our hosts, just look at the show notes of any episode, and there's the contact info right there for you. Thanks for listening to the Josh JP Philosophy. We'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Josh. Thanks, Thanks, everyone. All right, great. Great job. Thanks, Josh. All right, I got to head out. Okay. Josh has got a golf date. Tease off in two minutes. Good luck.
podcast, please share it with a friend or a colleague in your network who would be interested. The show is supported by Red Dome Realty and the Legacy Financial Group. For more information on these organizations and how to get in touch with your host, check the show notes of this podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.